Hey guys, it's Eddie. I have not talked on this podcast for almost a year now. It's uh, been a little dormant. I think that's I think that's the correct word. I uh, I've been absent, but I haven't stopped podcasting in general. I've uh, created another podcast that's been going for a little bit, almost a year now, actually. Uh, it's called Don't Dead, Open Inside, a Walking Dead retrospective. I host that with my amazing girlfriend Haley. And um, we have a blast doing that. So if that's your thing, uh, I'm definitely over there. Uh, we also just recently started our YouTube page. It's Fans of Something. And that's the name of it, Fans of Something. And it's uh, mostly Funko-related, um, the collectible company. But uh, there's going to be other stuff uploaded there as well. So it's you can get the visuals, you can get the audio, on the YouTube page. So I've taken a little bit of, of a break from this podcast, my podcast, the one that I do solo. And typically I have a you know, person sitting across from me or on a computer screen if it's over Zoom or Skype or whatever I'm using. And that's the, the usual format of this podcast. But uh, like I said, I've taken a little bit of a break but I felt like I wanted to hop on here and just talk for I don't know how long about something that I've talked a little bit about some other places, but I haven't dedicated a, a total episode of anything to it. And what that's going to be is Bob Saget. It's going to be talking about Bob Saget, who meant something very, very important and very much to me. I'm going to be stumbling over my words here because you know when you're when you're trying to talk and when you're trying to think of something to say about someone that meant something to you whether you knew them or not it's it's always you know that's typically why you write speeches that way you're not fumbling and sounding like a total moron um, I'm also going to probably go all over the place here uh, forgive me um, I'm probably going to make jokes uh, I know Bob would definitely approve of that because uh, that was part of his gallows humor. And and um, to end the podcast, this episode of the podcast, I'm going to play uh, some of the footage I caught from the last time I saw him, which was two days, not even, two days prior to his passing, January 7th. So I guess we'll start there. Um, I got tickets for Haley and I to, well, we bought them separately like I bought mine she bought hers but I came up with the idea of getting tickets to to see Bob Saget because I found out he was coming to Orlando we live close to the Orlando area right now and and uh, I love Bob I you know Full House is my all-time favorite television show he's Danny Tanner to me and I had seen him two times prior the first time uh, was in Jacksonville. The second time was in Clearwater, Scientology headquarters. <laughs> uh, but uh, this was my third time, and uh, I wanted to do it for a multitude of reasons. One, because I, you know, Haley had never seen him, and she loves Full House, so I thought that'd be a really cool time out uh, with her. And I had never been to the Hard Rock, which was a venue that I'd always seen because I have passes to Universal Orlando Resort, which is where that particular theater, the Hard Rock Live, is inside of. It's inside of that resort. So uh, I had always wanted to see what that theater was like. So this was the perfect opportunity 
opportunity, see what I'm talking about, to uh, check a bunch of things off. So we picked the tickets up and we were looking forward to it, January 7th. And we vlogged that day for our YouTube page. And so we were vlogging and 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 then eight o'clock rolled around and and we entered the theater. And it's a it's actually a very nice theater. It's um pretty decently sized. You know, it's it's the it's the typical venue that I would expect Bob to play in. I've, you know, like I said, I saw him twice prior, and I'm not talking about Richard. I saw him twice prior and uh, those were similar venues in terms of size. So this was the, I guess the size that he preferred, um, insert penis joke. Cause we know Bob loved penis jokes. So this was the size he preferred and, uh, it was great. And we got front row tickets. We were in the third row. Okay. So that's still front row. And, um, he came out, and uh, I'm not talking about sexuality. He came out on stage, and he was electric, okay? He was on fire, and he did almost two hours of, of uh, stand-up, and uh, it was amazing. And something that I told on, we did an episode of Don't Dead Open Inside, and I just wanted to you know talk about Bob for a little bit on there, and I definitely mentioned this, but I'll mention it here as well. Uh, the way that the the theater and the stage and everything was set up was that, you know, it's, it, it's a very elevated stage and the front row, even in the third row, you're kind of looking way up with no headrest behind you. So you can really, um, you can really, you know, get into a uncomfortable position with your neck kind of not having support and constantly having to look up because already the stage is elevated and, on top of that, Bob is like six four, so he's a tall guy. So you're you're really looking up at the sky, and um, the point is I'm trying to make here is the pain that I felt from looking up instantly went away the second he came out and started doing his act, and it never came back for those almost two hours. I was so engulfed in Bob and his performance. And I wouldn't even call it a performance because it didn't feel like a performance. You know, it didn't feel artificial. Yes, I'm sure he had beats and, he, and and there were certain things he wanted to definitely say, but a lot of it felt totally off the cuff. You know, his interactions with the audience, his, his uh, just, you know, stuff that you could just tell he came up with in that moment. So that's that was always one of his gifts. He was just someone that was in the moment, you know? And, uh, yeah, he did two hours and then, um, towards the end of it, you know, once I kind of felt like, all right, you know, cause they didn't want you to record. They didn't want any kind of, uh, filming for obvious reasons. You know, he was working on a special and you don't want that material getting out and yada, yada, yada. But once the show felt like it was over, I was like, all right, I got to get something for the vlog. You know, I got to show people that I saw Bob Saget. So I whipped out my camera, kept it kind of discreet. And, um, little did I know, cause he was very, he was very like in the moment, like I said, and didn't want to leave. He even said it, uh, he just kept going and, uh, I, I kept going with my recording. I just kept, you know, it at the, the level of the chair in front of me. So you're basically just seeing the back of the chair for, for some time, but you can hear him. And, uh, Haley brought to my attention that 
I have potentially, unless someone else did something similar, uh, the only recording of one of his newer songs that he was doing for this tour. I don't know what it's technically called, but something about not doing negative because his tour was called I Don't Do Negative. And so I think that might be the name of the song, actually. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, he passed and uh, he never got to film his special that he talked about so much. And uh, so we never got to have a on-camera official version of this song, you know? So that's pretty cool. Uh, If you're a fan of Bob Saget and nothing about what I'm saying is new to you, maybe that is. Maybe that song is brand new and it's at the end of our video on our YouTube page, Fans of Something. I'm not plugging our channel here. What I'm doing is I'm trying to get people to check out this video for Bob. If you're a fan of Bob, like we were and still are, that might be of real interest to you. But uh, I filmed that and then uh, he left and we exited the theater, did our outro that we didn't include in the video for uh, obvious reasons because it felt like, why would we end the video with us? <laughs> you know, It would be better to end the video with Bob. But we did film an outro thinking that you know he was gonna continue on and on and on and on for years and years. And uh, we waited around a little bit just in case maybe he popped out but uh, he didn't, rightfully so. Uh, a, a story I love to tell, and I'll tell it really quickly here, is uh, I have a signed Full House box set, the original one, the one that looks like the house with the, with the roof that you have to take off and then open up, and there's all the DVDs. I have that set signed by Bob Saget, and that was from my first time meeting him in Jacksonville, Florida, at the Florida Theater, back in, like, I think 2016, sounds... 60% right to me. Um, and I caught him after that performance and it was raining and I was waiting outside because there was like a big black Escalade just waiting by the side of the theater. And I kind of put two and two together thinking, all right, that's his escape vehicle. So maybe I can catch him on the way out. Lo and behold, there he comes right outside. And I, you know, shout Bob, Bob. And uh, he turns around, comes over, makes makes us get under like an awning of some kind so that we're not getting rained on. And he takes a photo with me and signs my uh, full house set. Not in that order. He signs it and then he takes a photo with me, but um, which I have shared. Sorry, that's my that's my phone. I should put that on silent. Um, let me do that really quickly. All right, there we go. Uh, he took a photo with me and that's my profile picture right now. Um, but I have shared it as well. It's on my Instagram at eddiegreens101. So you can check that out if you want to see the photo of that day. And uh, he was just so gracious and so lovely and so kind. And uh, he didn't have to do that. You know, he uh, the the ticket price that I, you know, paid was fulfilled inside the theater. Uh, outside the theater, he had no reason to do anything. He Most people would have just gotten in the Escalade and drove off. But uh, Bob didn't. He didn't. He he heard me and he turned around. And, um, you know, that's just telling of the kind of guy he was, you know, the, uh, his his character. Um, you know, as much as he maybe wanted to disassociate for some time from Danny Tanner and be something else, uh, I do. I, I do think deep down he was he was Danny Tanner at heart. And uh, and, um, you know. 
I've experienced celebrity deaths in my life. We all have. And most of them we just get sad about and then we brush them off. You know, Michael Jackson, Robin Williams, Betty White. Um, you know, those are just some of the ones that come to my mind. But uh, they don't, you know, they stick with you and then you move on because I never met Michael Jackson. I never met Robin Williams. I never met Betty White. I met Bob Saget and I saw him repeatedly three times total and uh, grew up with him, had a closer connection to him than I would say arguably any of the names I just listed. So this one, this one's hit me a little differently than, than the others. And some people may say, yeah, that's silly. He's just a celebrity. You didn't know him. And maybe you're right. Uh, Maybe I am overreacting, but I, uh, for some reason, this one, I just can't get, get rid of because it, 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 you know, I said to Haley, um, you know, for the first time, the full house family is not complete, not counting Comet. Um, but for the first time, the main cast is not complete. I've never known what it's like to live in a world without the main cast of my all-time favorite television show still intact. You know, thankfully we got Fuller House for five seasons and, you know, that's a, um, I don't use this word very often, but that's a blessing that uh, we didn't know about. And now we do. And I'm very thankful for that show as much as I think it's inferior to the original. That's neither here nor there. But uh, I, for some reason, Bob's passing is just, and I think it's also the way he went. You know, I think when you look at someone like Robin Williams, suicide, that was something he wanted to do. It was something that was planned out. He was done. He didn't want to go on. You know, Betty White, you know, almost turning 100. I mean, that's obvious, right? Uh, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson's a little differently. That's sad, you know, but uh, uh, sort of, uh, you know, he was relying on someone. And as far as I understand, it went wrong. And so, you know, that's sad in and of itself. They're all sad to a degree. Bob's is, I think, ultimately more sad because he was only 65. He was so energetic. He was so full of, he just wanted to be out there. You know, he, he, you know, he, uh, he just kept talking about like, I gotta, I gotta do this. Like I'm a fourth responder. I, 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 I have to make people laugh. He wanted to keep going. You know, he had his wife, he had his three daughters. He had so many, f- so many friends and, um, he, you know, uh, just went to sleep thinking, all right, I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to wake up, catch a flight, go home and then I'm going to hit the road again in two weeks. And um, then he just, he never woke up, as far as we know. And uh, as of uh, this recording, which today is January 21st, um, as of this recording, we still don't have an official cause of death, but most people believe it's heart attack, stroke, something like that during sleep. And... Um, yeah, it's 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 like to me that's just the ultimate sad because he didn't get a chance to say goodbye. He didn't get a chance to to exit the world the way he wanted to. Um, but John Stamos, obviously, we all know who that is. He made a good point on on his Instagram, and he said, you know, Bob uh, looked so alive in his last photo on Instagram from uh, his time in Jacksonville and. And also in Orlando. And, uh, you know, to think that he died so alive, you know, hurts. But then John said that 
that's sort of what we should all strive to do, to not die less than alive, you know, to, 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 to really go out on top. And uh, that's how John's looking at it. And, you know, yeah, he definitely did. Bob went out on top. And, and I, think it's so, I think it's so sad that we live in a world where it takes someone passing for us to really recognize them, you know, as a, as a whole uh, with a W. And, um, it's, you know, I, I always thought Bob never got the real recognition he deserved. I don't know if he's going to end up on the Mount Rushmore or any kind of lists of the all-time greatest comedians, but he's my all-time favorite comedian. You know, he's, he's, um, very special, was very special, is very special. And, um, I don't know what else to say except that, uh, I miss him very much and I didn't know him that well personally, but I felt like I knew him very well. And all the times I saw him were memorable. I'll never forget them. And I'm happy that the last time I saw him was with someone who I love dearly, uh, and who, uh, got the chance to see him as well, you know? Um, and you know, he leaves behind, uh, lot of stuff he leaves behind 192 i believe episodes of full house 70 plus episodes of fuller house although he's not in all of them uh he leaves behind uh a great book that i'm reading right now called dirty daddy great book that he wrote um and he leaves behind his comedy specials that i recommend you check out there's three of them that ain't right that's what i'm talking about and zero to sixty I would have loved to have known what his new special was going to be called. I have a feeling it might have been called I Don't Do Negative. Um, and uh, he leaves behind a, an amazing podcast that I am, you know, taking my time listening to and really paying attention to more than I already did. It's called Bob Saget's Here For You. I definitely recommend that podcast. One of my all-time favorites. Uh, didn't know if he was going to have his... Uh, his episode that he talked about on the seventh, when I was at the hard rock, he talked about his upcoming guests. I didn't know if they were going to release that episode. Turns out they did. And turns out that was the last episode that he recorded with Margaret Cho, I believe her name is. So, um, I'm really hesitant to listen to that because you know, it's, 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 that's the end. That's the end. And, um, he leaves behind a lot of great stuff for us to enjoy for forever stuff that'll make us laugh and, cry and um you know i'm trying to hold it together here so that i don't get emotional on the podcast and because no one wants to hear me cry uh but uh i have an ugly cry voice <laughs> so we love bob i love bob and if you don't want to check out the full video if you don't want to uh you know go to the youtube page you don't have to because i'm going to end this podcast playing the audio of my last time seeing Bob at the Hard Rock on January 7th. So uh, having said that, enjoy this. And uh, we love and we we sincerely, from the bottom of all of our hearts, I know that I speak for a lot of people when I say that we, we miss you, Bob. But I can't thank you enough for being here tonight. It means the world to me. Um, thank you so, so, so much. <laughs> I'll do one more thing. I was to 
pretend to go on. But everybody be safe. Take care of each other. Have a great holiday. I wish the best to your families. negative. That's what's happened to me in my 65 years. So instead of yelling, get off my lawn, I'm going like, no. It's like in the Matrix. I don't know if you saw the new one. Okay, I'm not going to review it right now, but anyway. But it's like Keanu Reeves bringing him back from earlier in the show when that guy went, Neo, that fucking asshole that's split into many things in the first Matrix. If you haven't seen it, total spoiler alert. But Keanu holds out his hand he sees the grid. He can finally see clarity. Right, dude that's talking? And then the bullets come out of the gun. Lots of bullets. Thousands of bullets. And he puts up his hand. And those bullets drop off his hand in slow motion like limp dicks. And it's a miracle. And that is what... That's the philosophy of my song. It has nothing to do with it. But it's called a don't do negative. And here it is. And thank you again. Drive carefully, because the parking lot is fucking enormous. <laughs> your parking lot is Tampa. So, your parking lot, I'm Italian. Here it is. Be safe. Thank you again. I love every fucking second of this show. Everybody's too critical. Everybody's too cynical. No matter what you say. Someone's complaining every day, yeah, right. Why should I listen to you? You play Danny Tanner and you're a Jew. But there's more good people than bad, I believe that's true. And no joke out of my mouth has ever hurt you. Cause I don't do negative. Everybody's too negative. Though it's harder to be positive, it's so easy to be negative. People think I'm dirty, but I'm really not. I believe in free speech, that's all I got. I just want to make people happy, 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 happy. And sometimes that happens when I talk about my Friday night in Orlando that ain't so fucking bad. My dick is positive. My dick ain't negative. Some news there's wrong could do some harm. Especially if they're shaped like a baby's arm. It's a bad segue, but all oh my daughters support my Came out of my balls. My balls are positive. My balls ain't negative. As I told you before, the left one's nicer than the right. Cause the right one gets mad when I roll over and smash him at night. 
mind standing up right now, you just can't Cause I know